0: You are listening to season two, episode 99 Cubs Prospect Party with Northside Bound. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, also on Facebook, or email us Fly the W670 at gmail.com. Crawley, happy Christmas. Hope you're enjoying the season. Yeah, you know, it's it's not a white Christmas. I mean, I never, you know, whenever you have a 55
1: degree Christmas in Chicago, you'll take it, but, uh, Hey, you know what, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we can, it's been a fun year, I think. And, um, you know, the holidays, you know, we're very thankful for everything, but, uh, hopefully now we got
0: some movement happening and hopefully free agents will start coming off the board here. Yeah. I'm curious to know what, uh, Jed and Carter are up to at the moment, but we know Crowley the big news since we were last, uh, podcasting, we know who's not coming to the Cubs.
1: Yep, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. My heart broke. I I, I had a feeling as this was leaning more away towards L.A. or New York, uh, but he was the guy I wanted more than anybody, and he got paid, Dustin, 12 years, $325 million contract, plus the Dodgers have to pay the $50 million posting fee for him. Unlike the Shohei Otani deal, there is no deferrals. Now, there are opt-outs after year six and year eight, the deal's more backloaded, so more of the higher payment comes towards the end. So if he opts out, he leaves the higher salaries. So we'll see what happened. But, Dustin, this blew my mind. According to Odyssey Insider Bob Nightingale, the Dodgers have spent more than $1.1 billion with a B with the signings of Yamamoto Otani and Tyler Glass now. The other 29 MLB teams
0: have spent less than $900 million combined. Yeah, that's a wild number. That is an absolutely wild number that combined it's less than what the Dodgers have done. I mean, like I said, whether this is
1: good for the game or not remains to be seen. Um, you, you know that some of the highest paid, paid teams last year bombed out. Um, when you talk about obviously teams like uh, the Padres and um, the Mets and stuff like that, it doesn't guarantee anything. But boy, this team just looks, you know, they got the pitching, they got hitting, they got
0: defense. I just don't know where the weaknesses are, but that's why you play the games, right? That's why you play the games. Let's hope that uh, Jed was right that sometimes winning the offseason can be a curse. Yeah, there was
1: more one more signing of note. The Padres got legendary Japanese left handed closer, Yuki Matsui. He agreed to a five-year, $28 million contract. It includes an opt-out for the third and fourth year, uh, but the Cubs weren't going to spend that for a closer, I don't think, unless it was maybe – I don't. I still don't think they're even going to do Josh Hader. But if we take a look at the tiered board that we had up here, uh, you can see now Yamamoto is now scratched out. So it's, a, you know, no Otani, no Yamamoto. Snell is left on the board. I heard uh, some rumblings. I don't know why the LA Angels would target him, but oh well. Um, trade targets: Cesar Alonzo, maybe. Um, especially with Yamamoto not going to New York, that really hurts them. You know, they were really looking to get that guy, and so we'll see if they want to keep Pete or not. Uh, tier two free agents: Jordan Montgomery, Matt Chapman, Cody Bellinger still on the board. Uh, tier two trade markets, Corbin Burns and Alex Bregman still out there. Tyler Glass now is off. Tier three free agents: Reese Hoskins, Jorge Soler, Shohei Imanaga, and then the tier three trade targets. Uh, We got Shane Bieber and Hassam Kim and Isaac Paredes, but here's the thing, Dustin, all roads lead to Scott Boris. As our friend, John Becker from Fangraphs, friend of the pod, uh, he points out that the top four remaining free agents are all Scott Boris clients, as well as six of the top 12 free agents left. So Scott Boris sitting pretty in the cat seat like he normally does, these are what Fangraphs and John Becker have rated as the top 12 left. Cody Bellinger, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, and Matt Chapman, all on our tiered list. All are Scott Boris clients. And then you have Josh Hader, Marcus Stroman, Shohari Minaga, Teoscar Hernandez. Then Reese Hoskins is a Boris client. He's a Boris
0: guy, right. Yep. Lucas Giolito, Jorge I mean.
1: Soler. And then JD Martinez wraps out the top 12. He's also a Boris client. So, I mean, the only D.H., outfielder that I see on this list. You have Tioscar Hernandez and Jorge Soler are available. And then for you know starters, I mean, I think we've established the Cubs don't want to go back with Marcus Stroman and Lucas Giolito still out there. I don't know what you want to pay for him, but uh, this is where things kind of start getting nervous because if you are a team like the Yankees or the Mets, maybe even the Phillies, I mean, and obviously Cubs, Toronto, these are all teams that are now the pool has gotten smaller. And all of these are Boris' clients, so all he's going to do is just go back and forth until he gets the best deal uh, for his client, and that's why Scott Boris is the best at what he does. Right, you're going
0: to have to work with him. I, I mean, the, the Cubs have to get what at, what at least one of these guys, right? I mean, you got to get one of these guys off this list. Now, half of them are Boris' guys, half of them are Mark. I, I don't see Marcus Stroman and the Cubs getting back together. That, that, that wouldn't make much sense at this point um, unless nobody else wanted Stroman. So I don't I don't see that happening. Um, what do you think? If two if you get two of those names, Carly, would you be happy at this point? You have to get two of these names. It has to be a pitcher and it has to be a hitter.
1: I would be, I would say almost close to three of these. I mean, if you okay. really want to be playing it safe. Um, I just, you know, you got a third baseman on here in Chapman. Uh, I don't know if they want to sign him to a long-term deal. Obviously, we've talked about Cody Bellinger plenty. He can play center, he can play first. Blake Snell, I mean. I've been surprised at how he hasn't. People haven't been going after him like crazy. I mean, I know Yamamoto's the young guy and stuff like that, but I mean, how rare is it that the reigning Cy Young Award winner doesn't seem like he's drawing like a ton of interest? Have you kind of noticed that?
0: Yep, Yep. yeah, it's very interesting. Um, You know, I hear more talk
1: about Imanaga than I do about uh, Snell. Yep, and then well, uh, Snell's
0: got Snell's got age going against him, right? He's got Boris, depending on how you look at it, Boris going against him. So there's a couple of check marks against him. And and again, I'm just kind of looking,
1: you know, Jordan Montgomery is another guy. So the Cubs, though, we talked about this last time, is they don't have, you know, they have to replace Strowman's numbers pitching-wise. They have to replace uh, Bellinger's numbers hitting-wise. And even with those two guys, that wasn't enough to win, to get to the playoffs. It wasn't enough to get to the division, uh, to win the division. So they have to do more, And and so – Again, Boris holds all the cards right now, so we'll kind of see who's desperate. And this is where these overpays um, really, really—it gets frustrating when you got to do that. But that's why you want to do it, and that's why Scott Boris—you know—you're like, well, why isn't Jed doing anything? Because he doesn't have to, or, or because Scott Boris doesn't have to. He can sit back and let the market come to him. And so now that you have all these guys off the boards here, now this, with him controlling again, six of the top twelve free agents left. He could just sit there and and teams get desperate and then they overpay. And that's what Boris is counting on. And that's what Jed doesn't really have the stomach for. I don't think we'll see what happens.